Hello, and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castillo. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again, so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. Enjoy Busan, Mongolia. I'm Bishop Joseph Castillo, and this is Living Proof. Today, we're going to take you on a tour of the far east side of Mongolia in a city called Choi Busan, right close to China's Manjoli, or where we say in America, Manchuria, or Manchurian area. And here we're in a city that has 80,000 people with only six churches. And I'm going to be introducing you to one of the ministries in this city that is one of the earliest mission ministries in this city and some of the local pastors. And they have a beautiful work here with the children and God is doing wonderful things in this 80,000 population city in the far east of Mongolia. So I'm excited about today's episode. We're going to take you on a great adventure, a missions exploration in Choyabusan, Mongolia. Okay, Mr. Bold Saikarp, yes. good to see you, brother. Yes. We're glad to be here with you, yes. and I wish you was under better circumstances, uh, you know, not be, uh, after such a disaster, but when people of faith see disaster, mm -hmm. we don't get discouraged, we don't lose hope, because we know that God is going to do greater. Yes. You know, and, and we trust that God's going to do greater, and that this was actually a bump forward, to move you forward. Mm. Sometimes we can get comfortable with what we have. Mm. And when when things like this happen, God uses it to push us forward. Mm. And I believe this is just a stepping stone forward. Mm. And with your help, we could be a part of something greater in this city. But I want to, very curious to hear mm -hmm. your testimony. Mm -hmm. Can you share with us how somebody, a young man, in northeast Mongolian, way up there in the northern part of the country, how you met the Lord Jesus Christ and came into faith in God. Okay, when I was boy, when I was boy, now almost uh, 1990. 1990. 29 years ago. Wow. Yes. 29 years ago. Yes. How old are you now? <laughs> Is it a not, secret? Not 29. It's, that's what did I. 20 years. I'm almost 20 years. 20 more years. Wow. So how old I, were you in 90? Um, I was a 17 years old. You were a 17-year-old boy living here. Yes. This, this in area. this district. This district, yes. This area. This right? is my district. This is where you were born. Yes. Then I, when I was in the home, I have three brothers, one sister. My father was dying when I was born. My uh, mother took uh, us, five kids. 
That time was so, uh, life was so hard. Because how, how old were you when your father died? Uh, Five years old. Five years old. Well, me, I was about three. My father died when I was oh, three. Really? Uh, yeah. uh, old Communist Party, gone. Movement, big movement. Communism fell. Communism fell, uh, yes. What, what year did communism fall here in Mongolia? That time so poor. What year was that when communism fell? What year? Yeah, what year did communism fall? Yes, I was uh, maybe 16, maybe. Or so about maybe 1992? 1990. Com 90, communism fell. Yes. Around there. And that time is very transition. One uh, social community. To democracy. Democracy. Yes. Yeah. With that, that time, life was so hard. All, all Nobody had food? Yes, no bread, no everything. Wow. So hard life that time. Wow. I, when I was after that, as I come out uh, Jesus film, I watched uh, in night. So at that time, the Jesus film yeah. came out. Came out. And okay. those of you who don't know, the Jesus film mm. is a movie about Jesus that they brought from yes. village to village yes, yes. to show that film. Yes. And one of my friends is the one who actually paid the sponsor that. Oh. I, I met him a year ago, Hal Jones, good man of Global Hope Network. And so you were one of the young boys. Yes. So Hal, I got to let you see this. This is one of the fruits of that video. Yes. You were one of the boys who watched that movie. Yes, in my home. At my home, I was. I was at my home. I watched TV, but suddenly just Christ movie. I watched the movie. Came onto your television. Yes, I take my home in my room. Wow. Then uh, I believed. Wow, this is nice. Because I, my father died when I was born my old uh, life hope is gone. Mm. Then, oh, God, Heavenly God yeah. has love for us, for me. Well, and it, and uh, I have a God. I have a father, a spiritual father. I then I, after I finish the movie, I go out. Uh, I go out backside my wood house. I pray by myself. Right out here somewhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you get on your knees or did you walk and pray? or Just knees and Please help me, So, little boy, right yes. here somewhere. Yes. You got on your knees yes. and called out to yes. God. Yes. And he heard you. Yes, he heard me. <laughs> all the way down. Yes. To this little boy in Mongolia. Yes. Then I believed Jesus Christ. I become a pastor in my east of Mongolia. First pastor. First pastor. That, which I that little boy. Church. Yes. God made him a pastor. <laughs> yes. And how old were you when you began to be, become a pastor? I was uh, maybe 17, 16 or so. So just the three, four years later. Yes. yes. Then, then uh, uh, my life changed so much. Wow. God miracles. And did you see salvations in your first church as a 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old boy preaching to people? Did you see people also get saved? Yes, 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 yes. Many people, many boys, many kids watch TV in, in the street also. After that, in the street, big film, big part, and we watched Jesus movie. Many people listen to Jesus Christ. And would you guys, as boys, get together and pray and worship? Yes. yes. Then, um, after that, it's, uh, many of them become many street children. Mm. Street children, and then after. I became a pastor and got love tickets. I started in uh, 2006. I started the uh, children's 
ministry. How did you start a children's ministry coming from a poor, you know, village, poor city, poor background? How did you start a ministry? I mean, was it, like, how did you do it? Did you get some people to help you? Or were you working part-time? Or did you have a business? Or how did you kind of start? Just my church members. You and your church members uh, got yes, together. Uh, my one church leader, church leader lady, have you started help for kids? With the little that you had, yes, you just began to help the kids. Yes, yes. Buy food and clothing, so what we have. Wow. Yes. Then that from that time has become more my all for children foundation. And then eventually, God led you into pioneering some media ministry, some of the first media. Yes, yeah. Can you tell them about how God's using you in media here? Yes, uh, now it's uh, almost nine years ago. I started a TV, TV station in Jobalsan because of that. Uh, and this is a TV station. It's not internet TV. It's actually the public TV. Public TV, yes. So, so the way that you got saved was through TV. And then God is using you in this city to also use the TV. Yeah. Also, yes. Uh, and my friends and uh, my cooperation team, the youth of cooperation team guys, help for kids. Last year, we helped for 1,000 kids gift. Wow. Local donation from local people. Wow, and and you took that money and you gave to the children gifts. Yeah, yeah. gifts and also all like some of these coloring pencils, yes. bags, yes, supplies, these kind of yes. things. Old men, also old men, all the men's orphanage. Wow, we reach to them. Then also we are kids also. They when they growing, and they go to study university, Lamata. Now we have five students studying. Five graduates of this orphanage in yeah. UB University. And you told me when we first came onto the property that something was donated by a woman named Anna. Yes, That's why you call the Anna House. Anna what was donated? The land or the building? Yes, she bought the building. She paid to build and the building. building. Yes, and the land. And the land. Yes. So you named it after Anna Home. Yes, yes. And who is Sister Anna? She. Uh, I, I don't know him here. I never see him here. You never saw him? Yes. I and there might be here. somebody watching today. Yeah. That you'll never see, and we're hoping and believing God, the Lord will touch your heart. That somebody will also be touched to help rebuild this orphanage. Yeah. That maybe you'll also never see again. Yes. So you never saw this lady, Anna. Yes. <laughs> do, but do you know anything about her? She's American, Swedish. Uh, she's Holland. So a lady in Holland. Holland. She now she lives in Holland. I contact with her by Facebook chat. <laughs> oh, so you talked to her on Facebook. Yes. And how did she find out about this? And uh, I mean this. Uh, yes. yes. Your work with the kids. Uh, How yes, did she yes, find uh, out? Uh, my uh, one brother, he works in Chobosing Hospital. He came from uh, Holland. Oh. He, uh, he was a uh, doctor. Wow. Then I met him. I told him about what I'm doing for kids. Then he wow. contacted me. With Anna. <laughs> God bless this lady. Yes, yes. You know, it's truly your generosity. Truly your heart for others that makes the difference. He's here on the ground. He has the heart to do it, but he can't do it alone. And somebody with the generous heart help make God's vision happen. It's, that's how the kingdom of God works. Some people say, oh, God will supply, God will supply. And what they're really saying is, I don't want to give. That's what they really mean. 
But that's not how God works. God supplies through them. Yeah, yes. You know, but oftentimes there's a spirit that tells people somebody else will do. Somebody else will give. Yes. And that's actually a deceiving spirit. God is calling us to be a part, us to give. That's right. Yes. You know, and, and together we can do much more. Yes, I agree. That's yes. So you're also reaching out to people here on radio, is that correct? Yes, radios are from UB. Bigger the family radio. Branch up, uh, start branch up, show us. And you have a show. Uh, I'm, I'm coordinator. You're the coordinator. Yes, and you also have a show on this. Yes, yeah. And then it comes on once a week or every? Yes, yes, some, yes some, Once yeah. a week for an hour yes, or half yes. hour or 20 minutes? Yes. Or? yes. A few minutes, yeah. Every week? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. And then your TV show is 24 hours a day. Yeah. Seven days a week. Yes. Broadcasting good programming and the gospel, things for the family, things for the city. 24 hours a day, and I've been, I've seen your studios. Will I get to see your studios? Will I get to go? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've seen pictures of it. I mean, it's beyond humble. I thought my studio was humble, because <laughs> we're doing everything with barely nothing, but yours is really humble, you know. <laughs> but I believe that God can build up, yes. and God can bless, and God can do, just keep dreaming big, keep believing big, and you're going to see greater and greater things. I believe for both me and for yourself. Yes. So now, we're here. There's been a bump in the road, but you have kept the faith. You've not allowed discouragement to stop you, and you're seeing God move. Yes. It reminds me of Mary and Martha after Jesus died. Their lives were burnt down just like this. Everything they hoped, everything they expected had gone to ashes. Their Messiah had surprisingly died. But they didn't stop. They kept on going. And Mary and Martha were walking to the tomb on the third day to anoint his body, which was the custom in Israel. When somebody died, they would let them stay for three days because they believed that possibly they didn't fully die. Possibly their heart would stop, but they'd be revived or something. So there was a belief that you had to be dead for three days to be officially dead. So Jesus was dead, dead, officially dead. And after three days, that's why they guarded the tomb for three days, to make sure that during those three days, he would not come back to life, because he maybe didn't die. So they guarded the tomb to make sure that he was really dead, dead. And Mary and Martha, after their whole life had burnt to the ashes and burnt to the ground, just like Anna home, they kept on going. And as they were going by faith, they didn't know how their lives would be rebuilt. They And, they, and one turned to the other and said, well, who's going to roll away the stone? We're just two young girls, and we have this huge stone, this impossible task in front of us. And they said, I don't know who's going to roll away the stone. But all I know is that God wants us to keep going. And when they got there, they found that the stone was rolled away, and that Jesus was not dead, that he had been risen from the dead. And we don't know how this is going to be solved, this problem. But we know that if we keep going by faith, when... It's said and done, the stone would have been rolled away. Every impossible situation would be removed. And we'll see the resurrection provisions of Jesus Christ for Choi Busan, for Anna Home, for the children, and for you and your ministry. And we want you to be a part of it. Thank you for sharing your testimony with us today. We love you, and we plan to be back in Choi Busan with you more, doing greater and better things to reach and love more people in Jesus' name. Thanks for watching Living Proof today. Would you like to say anything for our audience? Thank you, all of you. 
God bless you. Amen. Burhang Atarshek. That means praise the Lord. <laughs> In Mongolian. God bless you. We had to stop the recording at that point, but you might be listening right now and you say, Pastor Joey, I wanted to pray that prayer. If I was there, I would have prayed with you. I'd like to pray right now, as a matter of fact. I'd like to give my life to Jesus Christ. I would like to have God in my life, and I'd like to know Jesus as my Savior and my Lord and surrender my life to Him. You know, repentance means to turn away from your way of doing things and to turn to God's way. We've done things our own way, like they used to say in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. When I did the 12 steps, they said, your best decisions and your best ways of thinking and your best ways to handle life have gotten you to this situation. And now it's time to trust a higher power. Well, there is no higher power than the God of all the earth. His name is Jehovah. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And through him, you can turn from your way of doing things to his way. And his way is the right way because he made you. And he made you for a purpose. And he knows exactly what you need to pull out your potential to forgive you of your sins, deliver you from the things that keep you away from God in a sin and death cycle. And if you'd open up your heart, to him right now together with me god can begin a new work in your life so just pray with me wherever you're at whether you're driving your car whether you're at home uh, wherever you are just just pray with me and repeat after me say father i come to you now in the name of jesus i ask you to forgive me forgive me of my sins Wash me in the blood of Jesus. I believe that your son died for my sins. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer. I'd like you to contact me. And we can send you some more resources and materials that can help you start this new life. Because this is the first day of the rest of your life. Email me at joe at nationsabroad.com or email the church at nfcontact at gmail.com. And we'd love to speak with you and just correspond with you and put you on the right path. Maybe help you find some local churches there online or something, or maybe we know some pastors there that could follow up with you and help teach you the Word of God. Thank you for listening, and feel free to download the other podcasts and just feed on the Word of God.